0: Welcome to Decorating Pages. I'm your host, Kim Wanup It's uh, it's April already. Isn't that crazy? 2022. April of 2022. I mean, who are we? What, what are we doing? And are we done talking about Will Smith? Because I think everyone has voiced an opinion, including myself, from last week's episode. And I am um, recording this on Saturday for your Monday listening pleasure and um, Will Smith has um, taken himself out of the race which I think is so smart and sleazy at the same time like you're not going to take your punishment you're just going to take yourself out of it type of deal yeah yeah I, I we're all sick of hearing about it I'm not going to talk about it anymore okay Um. I think I think I have a, a new project, so I'm excited about that. I now have an end date to this um, self-inflicted uh, COVID hiatus I put myself on or something. <laughs> I, I think I have my deal ironed out and I am negotiating for the lead and the buyer and making sure I know the rates for everyone so I can give them all the info and if they need to negotiate more or if I can try to push for as much as I can, the set deck coordinator, the PA, it's um, it's a lot and I want to make sure that people don't feel like they're being cheated and they shouldn't. We are all working really hard and the thing is, it's a game and I really should do a, I really should do an episode of negotiation, but then if producer friends of, of mine are listening, they'll know my tactics. That <laughs> I have some secret tactics to get more money, and then they don't give it to me anyway. Um, but yeah, it's really important. If anyone, um, you know, in this business or looking to get into this business, the art of negotiation is crucial, and you need to know your self worth and how much your time is valuable and i think too there are certain projects that if the money isn't there you would walk away and for a long time in my career i didn't follow the money and i did follow the money i will be honest when i was on bones Um, because I was there for four years decorating into about seasons five or six and the money was good. In fact, it took me, it took me a long time to get back to that money because it was one hour and you know, I went to half hour after that and whatnot. But, um, I, I stayed at that job a little too long and I lost contacts because I just kept going back. So I followed the money there and it, and it did affect me a little bit but you know I bounced back because I'm awesome but not everybody does um, but that's a lesson also and I think it's a hard one not to follow the money follow the project follow the passion follow good people um, that's really important also so sometimes you take less money but you know you're going to have you're going to be surrounded by good people and it, there's trade-offs and it's worth it It's totally worth that. Um, I don't want to say what the project is yet because I don't, I don't, you know, I didn't sign anything and you never know. (laughs) You never know. So, and it's a bit of a ways off. Like I'm not starting for almost, you know, like six, eight weeks or something. So (laughs) I still have a long time off to uh, get some really good interviews in here for you. That you will hopefully enjoy. Um, I said in the last episode I hadn't watched Coda, Best Picture. And I was going to do that. Um, but with everything going on this week, I didn't get to it. So that's still on my list. So what OneUp is watching is Cobra Kai. Again, Cobra Kai. I cannot stress this enough. I finished it. I finished four seasons in a week. And I'm proud of that. I don't care what you think. I am telling you, I was trying to describe it to my husband who, in the process I learned, has never seen Karate Kid 1, 2, or 3. And I don't know, I don't know, uh, I don't know who I'm sleeping with. Uh, sometimes it's astounding. How do you not see Karate Kid? Uh, well, that's a different podcast. But... I'm trying to describe to him, the fascination is the way they have, these actors are capsulized. I don't, you, you never saw these actors again, really, right? I mean, I never saw Johnny again in anything. I don't think. I gotta look him up. I, I Seriously, I'm telling you, the only one is like Elizabeth Shue. And I think Ralph Macchio had like one or two other things, but that's it. I mean, Pat Morita was Pat Morita before he was on Karate Kid. We all knew him. From Happy Days, right? That's that's where I know him from. But man, it was a lot of karate in season four, which I really wasn't into the karate. <laughs> um, but yeah, solid, solid. I'm I can't I can't talk more about it. It was I enjoyed it. So now now I gotta wait like everybody else for uh, season five. I don't even know when that's coming. Out. I think season four just came out. So yeah. that was good i am still watching the dropout fantastic zoom through that episode uh tonight um so good i just what is that voice what if i just started talking in this podcast in a different voice what if i just like (laughs) i can't even do it I, i i am obsessed with the fact that this woman changed her voice and i really wish there was a whole episode dedicated to it but the story is really good. The sets are really good. I mean, they they have a Wall Street Journal office. They have all these mansions, these high-end living, and I'm I I enjoy the sets uh, a lot. Um, Severance, I'm back in. That's really good. The story has taken a turn that I did not see coming. It's super weird, and it's unlike anything I've really seen before and I can't really think what else it would be like so and I think Adam Scott is just doing a really good job in it and Patricia Arquette is really good and it's a psycho and John Titura and Christopher Walken I don't know what's going on there that is the weirdest combination I mean there should be some like new MTV TV award for that like (laughs) best almost weirdo relationship or something i don't know but they're on it i love it um and i started and then kind of binged we crashed on apple production designer amy williams and set decorator susan ogu ogu i, I watched the documentary about the dude who did uh, we work, and now they have this film about him with Jared Leno, who again is like unrecognizable. He's so good in everything. I'm not an Anne Hathaway fan, but she's good. And again, she's got a weird voice. Now, what's a, let's think about this for a second. We've got the Dropout. We've got We Crashed. Inventing Anna. There was something else I watched that is like all of these stories about fake people faking it till they making it and then they're phonies I mean this is basically what the 2000s and the teens were these are all recent biographies of people who faked it like it's crazy the WeWork people are crazy like, they had billions of dollars. I guess, you know, the dropout woman, too. She had billions of dollars. She's faking people out. Anyway, the, the sets in We We Crashed, which I think is a horrible title, by the way, um, fantastic. I mean, you really f- get the vibe of the WeWork and what they were going for. And um, very high-end, really great style. Um, so, I mean, you know, I'm enjoying it. I think I'm caught up to like episode seven, and I think there's one or two more. So, yeah, we crashed on Hulu. Binge that one too. (laughs) And I'm also, I mean, don't worry. I'm still keeping up with my housewives. I still got New Jersey and OC right now. Don't worry. I haven't, uh, just because I don't talk about it doesn't mean I'm not watching it. I started to binge Potomac. I don't know if anybody wants to talk to me about that, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's what I've been watching. (laughs) In this episode, I speak with production designer Marek Doborowski. Marek has designed a number of historically rich stories that have taken him to locations all over the world. I have I can't even count how many countries this guy's been to for work. It's amazing. After winning an Emmy for his work on Hitler Rise of Evil... He continued his epic designs with Steven Spielberg's Into the West, which he was also nominated for. His other designs include The Craft, Terminator, Sarah Chronicles, Justified, World Without End, The Company, Under the Dome, The Last Ship, Mr. Mercedes, and the current season of Walking Dead. His latest film, I'll Find You, is a wonderful story of love conquering all set in Nazi background of World War II. He shares that he got to go home to Poland for filming this and was able to have a total Polish crew while he was there and really enjoyed um, shooting in cities that he knew as a boy. He is a wonderful storyteller, as you will hear sharing about his designs and research for each of these marvelous projects. It was a real treasure to speak with him. Two disclaimers here. Number one, I spoke with him for a really long time because his projects were so in-depth and um, we just chatted. And so uh, this is the end of the uh, interview. And then next week you'll get the beginning of the interview. So I'm doing it a little backwards because he spoke about The Walking Dead, which had its uh, finale last night. Not the series finale, but the season spring finale, I guess it is. So I wanted wanted to tap into that. And number two, you do hear the twins in the background a little bit. Um, Sorry. And yeah, that's what I'm dealing with. They... they got home from the park and we were still talking so sorry about that but it's not too distracting it's not bad you'll be fine so I hope you enjoy
1: A little to to if you don't mind, oh, yeah. there's a two two projects I would like to talk about. Oh yeah. One is into into the West, yeah, which is the um, American Holocaust. Yes. And uh, and so maybe we can go to that.
0: Oh, definitely. Uh,
1: uh, 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 talking about Holocaust. So uh, I met a producer, David Rosamond,
2: mm-hmm.
1: who told me that uh, he interviewed me and he told me that uh, uh, Steven Spielberg wants to find a designer who has never done a western oh and i said well i've not only never done a western i never met a cowboy and i never (laughs) met an american indian except maybe a driver in one place uh who said that he's american uh, indian and i've never been to the west i never went to uh, you know, New Mexico, Texas, or any Western states. Right. So I had absolutely no knowledge. But uh, Spielberg told uh, David Rosemont he wants somebody who can do a historical movie. Hmm. So uh, David has seen um, um, uh, Hitler and the Rise of Evil, and I received an Emmy for it, so he thought maybe I'll be a good uh, mix to do a, a recreate the past of uh, the American uh, annihilation of, of the American Indians, of the Lakota Indians. Right. So we met with with Stephen, and I reminded him that we met many, many, many years ago. Oh over
2: right.
1: There. <laughs> and and Stoskin, He didn't remember, but that's fine. But he remember he has been there with his son Max who was a couple of years old. Mm. And uh, uh, he told me that he would like to make us tell a story that has never been told. And that story was about how the white man, the period of, from 1820s to 1890s, uh, destroyed the native Americans, Mm. how they ventured from the east to the west and first there were mountain men, then there were uh, the wagons going west, Uh, then were the Indian wars, then was the gold rush, then was the building of the railroads, uh, discovering uh, California. And all those historical things that you know from high school, and my kids learned in high school are untrue they were completely what they're
0: very untrue
2: uh,
1: very untrue because yeah. all about the heroic uh, you know white man yeah they were very untrue and they were not true to the historical uh, events you know so we did the recreation and my goal was i was like the 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 history policeman you know <laughs> telling them this is not right and i know you've done a lot of westerns and and we we didn't even have one Western you know um, saloon scene you know the right. Westerns that you know of so so we try to avoid that because this is not the the the, the real truth so uh, so it was fascinating to that to do that project because of the historical research it tells the story of two young men uh, from the West wheel makers and the story of the Lakota people that have been. Uh, being destroyed by uh, white, white men's breed.
0: And, and for this, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I've looked through photos right now, but I, I didn't see it when it aired, but I mean, there's a tremendous amount of open space and then the teepees and then the Buffalo. I mean, it's a huge coordination of, of, uh, many it departments to get really, this.
1: Really. Yeah, we build a lot. I hired. We did uh, two things. We, we first, the first part was shot in Calgary, Canada, because it was supposed to be the mountain uh, world and and uh, the gold rush and uh, and then we went to Santa Fe where we did uh, the Fetterman, uh, uh, and the Indian Wars, and mm. discovering California and building the railroads and the uh, Promontory Point uh, where we had the two trains. We build in Santa Fe four miles of tracks and this, the city, a town, a wooden town, uh, uh, and uh, the tents, towns that were built, that uh, traveled with the, with the wheels on, uh, the
0: stagecoaches?
1: No, 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 wheels on fire. No, no. Uh, oh my God. There's a series that was running on TV, oh. Hells on Wheels. Oh. So, so the Hells on Wheels, which was a, a kind of a, uh, the workers, that, the, that build the railroads, they would travel, they would build the railroad then they would build a tent town and this tent town, there was saloons, there were horse and there was, uh, there was liquor. And then they became, uh, real towns hmm. and that's so for the Promontory Point, we bought two trains, the original train, I mean, period original from two museums, I forgot where, but one from I think one from uh, from uh, from northern california and one in texas um we built all the sluices for the for the uh, gold rush It was very interesting because in calgary i started designing that in the summer and we found this beautiful river in the middle of nowhere and uh, we finished building it in november and they started shooting november december it started snowing and then in May, I got a phone call from, and we, when it finished end of the year, we finished in Chicago and we went to New Mexico. And in May, I got a call from the art director who said, oh, we are going next week and we'll start this uh, dismantling, this loose because it finally melted. Oh Everything God. was frozen. So it was oh frozen God. for five months. You know? Oh but it was God. a fascinating project and and uh, did you have a lot 11... of prep
0: for that though? It seemed like you oh, yeah. said we you shot months. for like seven months or something?
1: Yeah we yeah. had uh, I worked uh, on it for twelve months. Wow. Yeah. And uh, we had a lot of prep and and it was fascinating. We shot two hours, each director shot two hours. so they were like movies, so you could prep with one director, two mm. hours. That's how many series were, were were done, you know and, yeah. And we had most of the scripts in the beginning and we could develop concepts and ideas that we knew, knew we, we six hours in Calgary and six hours later in, in Santa Fe, uh, uh beautiful costumes, uh, Michael Lloyd was fantastic costume designer, amazing what he did. We used native, uh, Americans to do the costume do the teepees, uh, whatever we could that was native, they were doing it, there were a lot of, Native actors. Yeah, uh, uh, they uh, acted in Lakota, in, in Blackfeet in language, whichever language the natives were. The saints were from those natives. Uh, they they acted. We had Russell Means, the famous warrior who who uh, Andy Warhol painted his portrait. Mm-hmm. If you search for a Russell Means portrait by Andy Warhol, you will see a beautiful portrait of a of a warrior. He he was. Uh, part of the warriors who were fighting for the, in the black, uh, uh black mountains, black, mm. mountain, the whole place where there was the stand up in the sixties with, with, the deputies, mm. uh, the U S marshals and the deputies, the sheriffs that they wanted to, to kick them out of the land and, uh, black Hills and the black Hills. It's- so there were a lot of fa- famous, natives. Uh, uh, native uh Americans and some great uh, American actors
0: it looks like it was shot beautifully you had two cinematographers on it was yes, that I mean yes.
1: Alan <laughs> Queso and Bill wages yeah
0: I mean great guys no joke
1: and it was epic it was shot on film you know oh, wow. and uh, it, and it was uh, just a, a pleasure uh, to to do something like this big historical epic we got 12 uh, Emmy nominations
0: I mean, and six episodes, two two hours each. I think it was. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's a lot. Yeah. I just um, I just did a series um, called Rutherford Falls, and um, it's uh, predominantly Native American and Native American mm -hmm. actors and everything. So, I'm I just did a ton of research about Native Americans and.
1: It was what was the period? It's it's
0: modern day. It's they're They're living in like upstate New York and, you know, fighting for reservation land kind of, but it's a comedy, but it, Uh but it is a lot of, you know, once you start to dive into, you know, what really happened, it's no, it's like, oh, I I feel so bad. I feel so bad every day.
1: (laughs) Not only what really happened, but actually what is happening. Yeah. because uh, they never really regained the land. That's what I'm talking about. No, kind of no. They never regained the, the, the rights of, of being who they really were, you know, free. Um, uh, so it's a, it's a very sad story. Yeah. But uh, you should Google uh, Joseph Marshall third, the writer, the actor-writer, because there are some beautiful books that he wrote, yeah. uh, stories of my grandfather, that he is, uh, those are stones that the natives, the Lakota people know, you know, they don't have a written language, so everything is verbal. So yeah. the grandfather passes on to his grandchildren and the children pass on to their children. So that's a tradition, uh, of the language, but, uh, it was just an uh, incredible, um, experience and, and I felt the king- kingship, you know, with those people because of what they went through and what i can say my people kind of went through yeah. war you know I mean, definitely uh, so World war two so 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 there's an empathy uh, that uh, a lot of americans did not understand
0: but it is you know how many times do films actually teach people things it is so important i think when we have documented things to put it Visually, for people, and to make yeah. them
1: mm-hmm.
0: make them see that what we learned was all sugar coated and not really one, well, yes. not real at all.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, as I said, you know, it's a story that was never told. Yeah. So if you're interested in that theme, you should see it. You know, there are flaws and, and, and some great stuff in the movie, in the series, but uh, it's kind of uh, really touching of what this nation has gone through. Mm-hmm. And, what uh, what,
0: uh, what history tells us what happened to those people. Um, next, I mean, you just seem to fall into such great little niches. I mean, you you you've you you got you the crafts. Yeah, well, that I mean, even in that, like Bionic Woman. I mean, even, even yeah. as a remake, that's fun to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's to do, yes. yeah, and um, the Beast, also. I mean, yeah. that must have been fun with Patrick Swayze.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And Patrick, unfortunately, uh, after we finished the pilot uh, and he signed up for the series and they were dropping the series, he found out that he has pancreatic cancer. Okay, okay. Yeah. And he died a couple of weeks after they finished shooting the story. Yes. Yeah. So very sad, but not a brave, wonderful human being. Yeah.
0: Um, but it- it is, I think, one of the best things about our little industry is that we get to do, like, one week I'm doing a Western, and the next week I'm doing Terminator, and then the next, you know, it yeah. is it is so phenomenally creative for us to uh, have this ability
2: yeah, to jump. I would, jump. Say, I would
1: <laughs> say it's, I don't treat it as industry, I would say it's more of a calling, you know, mm. that it, it gives us this opportunity to to, uh, to be in different places, meet different cultures, meet different people, you know, uh, I traveled the world and the country, uh, back and forth into many, many places. I did a movie Infidel with, uh, uh, with, uh Jim Caviezel in, uh, Amman Jordan, mm-hmm. which oh, was wow. a story of an American, uh, Christian blogger who travels from, uh, New York, from uh, Washington dc to uh, egypt and he's captured there he's kidnapped by hezbollah uh, moved to Baalbek, lebanon and then sold to the uh, revolutionary guards in iran and put on trial for being blessed blasphemous because in this interview uh, on uh, the,
0: Is that the a true university
1: story? that's based on two stories on put together you yeah. know? and uh, uh he was accused of being the infidel because they were talking about the uh, the, the three uh, uh, most important figures of uh, uh human uh, i would say Eru, i mean Eru, not asian but era mm-hmm. middle eastern culture that they worshiped jesus muhammad uh, uh, and uh, uh, and Jehovah and uh, and they all come from the same tribe, uh, and uh, uh, in the end he says, but there's only one God, and um, and that's Jesus Christ, and he's kidnapped and punished for that, and accused of being blasphemous by the Iranian mullahs in in Tehran, hmm. and um, he was rescued and and uh, escaped it was interesting we shot in jordan went to the Vadiran desert where lawrence of arabia was shot which was oh, just wow. amazing oh
0: my god so so
1: so i would say that it's a calling you know you, you choose projects because you want to go there you know? well yeah i've never been to places like that
0: and oh yeah it opens up the travel for us if you're you know willing to to go i mean at some point i i mean I can't go now because i got small kids but yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would love to go to like prague or Georgia. you know
1: as a, as a designer you're in a little di- different situation because the decorator would work on projects that are close to his culture his place
0: yeah you would uh, hire and, a local hopefully
1: yeah yeah so but we are those who are designers they just go and explore those worlds and and uh, uh Andy Fleming, the director of the craft, Mm -hmm. after we finished the movie, uh, a couple of, uh, I don't know if it was um, towards the end or after we finished, he told me that, I asked him, so why did you choose me? I mean, Polish, I never went to high school. I just came to the States, you know, 10 years ago. What do I know about Polish?
0: Teenage girls doing
1: witchcraft? Teenage girls. <laughs> t- teenage girls in the witchcraft, I might know something. Yeah. But, uh, teenage girls. And he <laughs> said, well, I chose you because you don't know anything about uh, high school. You don't have the preconception that, yeah. oh, this is a high school, because I went in Ohio to high school, it was like this. And I went in New York or upstate New York or in Texas. So so uh, <laughs> it was fun to have that interaction. And there was a very interesting thing for me, because the research of the Chicano culture and where that magic comes from was something that I've never been exposed to, you know, the first time I've seen that. Oh, yeah. And I knew a little about that from uh, Bruno Robert, because when we did uh, Blood and Blood Out mm-hmm. about the Chicano Mafia f- in the sixties and about the wars wow. because be- between the Chicano and the white alien nations uh, in the uh, San Quentin prison and in East Los, East Los Angeles, we would explore the chicana mafia because our hero was chicana and uh, so when craft came around i felt that i know a lot about the chicana culture mm. uh, not being chicana not even being american then but because of the fact that i had this exposure to foreign cultures you know mm. and i think that this is kind of advantage that i have uh, because of the world I have uh, experienced, um, so it was fun. You know, this was—I uh, didn't know much about teenage girls. You know, I have a teenage <laughs> girl now, you know, who went through the goth period and all that, and now she's not a goth anymore. But
0: um, well, funny too. She probably—I mean, if you watch it, you she probably watched The Craft. I mean, isn't that oh, amazing? They,
1: they, <laughs> they watched The Craft and they love The Craft. Yeah. <laughs> and she was you know playing with black magic and meditation and all that stuff so.
0: do you like scouting i mean it, as far as like uh yeah it gets exhausting or is that like where you feel it like is you're exhausting, inspired
1: but uh, no i mean what it is is that you know you get this new script you get the the, the book or whatever and then you are trying to create this world this vision that uh, the, the writer, director, uh, has the producer, and you have all those voices and everybody talks about what they see, but you're the one who has to really deliver the picture, that tableau, where this action takes place. Yeah. So uh, I I like scouting, I like going to other places. I feel that going to, to locations, uh, it helps me to find the source of the story you mm. know? and then if you like uh, historical research or research at all it helps you to do that research to create the full picture of 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 the characters where they live and where they come from and uh, what is the story of, of the movie so it's it's i would say the preparation and the development of concepts is the most interesting part. Later is the grind about you know, it.
0: Have you have you ever been really frustrated? Of uh, I just we just can't find these, we just can't find what we want, or we I don't want to sacrifice this of course, and yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like like we all do. You know, very often it happens. Uh, we're frustrated because of different. Uh, you can't find it. It doesn't exist, or we envision something that exist and there's no money to do it or you know it's all so many factors to make a decision about uh, that yeah. but uh, as a designer i learned that you have to um, communicate with your uh, director and your producers in such a way that you have to open their world to them they had a preconception of something i learned many 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 years when i was an assistant of a uh, of a well-known Polish uh, theater designer, and uh, um, worked on a on a movie by a, a, a play. Sorry, uh, of a famous Polish director who, who, who later got an Oscar, Andrzej Wajda. He was a, a film director, and we were doing Robespierre's and Danton's story of the French Revolution. Hmm. And the director would talk to the actors like he's talking to children and he will say children please some show me something that i don't know and i think this is the essence of any creative theater work and film work that you have the director and if he's open to ideas he will embrace that and he will take something that he doesn't know and we are those people who are the the painters and we should help him open his vision Maybe. to what we are able to present to him that's how I find our role and, and your role as a decorator yeah. you know and and I think that's the most uh, intriguing and interesting thing about this business you know that we work with writers who have uh, you know I, I got this beautiful uh, email from one of the writers of The Walking Dead that he has never seen a set like this in his life in his professional life. You know? Which is wonderful to hear, you know.
0: Was it the helicopter one, the burned helicopter?
1: (laughs) No, 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 Did it air yet? Did
0: it not air yet? It
1: aired yet. It It (laughs) was the beginning of season 11. It was the underground uh, uh, subway. Subway?
2: Oh, yeah. For
1: for, uh, uh, in Washington, D.C. We built 400 yards of uh, uh, subway tunnels and with a stock subway and, uh, uh, subway cars that there were three and a half, but there were really eight in the story. Mm. And uh, there were murals, this whole underground city of, of, uh, of, uh, people living uh, after the apocalypse. And there was a whole uh, very interesting concept of this mural that was the apocalyptic mural where the world is destroyed is based on. Hieronymus Bosch, the uh, Garden of uh, Earthly Delight, where you have uh, the kings and the queens and the emperors and the gods on top, and and it trickles down, and you have the oppressed people in the end.
2: Mm. And
1: then in in that story, we tell the story, we show a family that there were kings and and princesses, and now they are on the bottom, suffering, you know, like everybody else. and that was an interesting sequence uh, to design and build those trains and, and give all that uh, uh, Well playground. also because you're
0: you're guessing, you know, what would this look like after I mean, the zombies came like ten, twelve years ago now or something like yes, you have this growth and you have this, but well, what actually still works? I mean there there has to be a lot of conversations in the design process of that of like, well, where are we? Like, what are we allowed yeah, to do here? I mean,
1: I would say again that my period uh, experience and kind of interest in historical facts helped mm-hmm. because I could very easily envision how it looked ten years, I mean, ten years ago. Is nothing. I did movies two hundred years ago, three hundred years okay. ago. You yeah. know. So, 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 so that that is very helpful, and uh, some people don't have that ability. They're not exposed to that. So what I proposed when I, we had the first meeting still in, 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 uh, Los Angeles with Angela, Kang, uh, the, the showrunner, is she told me about the Commonwealth, this, this isolated community that is preserved the world as it is, but later on we'll find what's the better about that world, you know? Yeah. And, uh, we didn't get there yet in the story. So I suggested that. Part of those communities were created in such a way that the rest of the of the city was cut off so uh, i made the center of that community the the headquarters of the government that tra- a train station from uh, uh, 1875 mm-hmm. uh, like you would have in ohio and the midwest you know yeah. so it was a beaux-arts building uh, that was uh, in the square with a fire station, with uh, uh, shops and and, uh, hotel that was owned by the father of the, was the founder of the city and the father of the woman who's running the Commonwealth, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was uh, very interesting to dig into the historical aspects of of architecture, American architecture of the industrial revolution, you know, and then I, I built the exterior, then I built the interior of that, uh, which was used several times and we had a Halloween party, big <laughs> Halloween event with, a you know, a haunted house and stuff like that. So it was uh, quite unusual from what I understand, uh, in the universe of, uh, of, uh, the walking dead, uh, to have such a creation because uh, they didn't really care for something like that. The world collapsed and, and then they went into those neighborhoods that are... Yeah, they've been
0: important. in the woods. There's <laughs> a lot of wood scenes. They've been, they've been, in, been in the, the woods. woods a long time.
1: <laughs> been, it's time to leave the woods. You know, so. And then it was announced that it's going to be the last season. I did 16 episodes, 14 episodes of 11 seasons, but then we did six before COVID hit and there was a lot of commotion and, and changes we did six sh- smaller episodes smaller that means we didn't have you know hundreds of zombies and, and 40 casts so those were the ones that were so called uh 10 uh, post 10 the last 10 mm. attached to the to the 10th season so altogether i did 20 episodes
0: and then when you when you take over something like that do they have rules like i've taken over a show and it was like we don't use red
2: like, like yeah
1: of course they had a lot of rules. Of... they had a lot of rules they had a whole bible about what is the post-apocalyptic apocalyptic world mm. uh, and those were or those, those rules uh, uh, did not really affect the design i would say mm-hmm. Uh, But it affected some aspects of the design, you know? Uh, And it's more about, uh, yeah, they don't have this, they don't have that, they don't have that. that, So it kind of eliminates those things. And and then, in a way, you have to deliver the the playing field. Yeah. Because as you know, it is mostly, I don't want to be... So blunt, but it's mostly about how you kill a zombie.
0: Yeah. Well, the human survival aspect, I mean, I think that's what it I mean. I think they have great makeup and I think they did some really cool stuff. But I think it's always this.
1: Greg Nicotero, who is the special effects makeup uh, person who developed it with Frank Darabond is just doing magic um but i just felt you know i was never a fan of the show mm-hmm. actually i told that to angela at the first meeting i said i've never seen your show except last week when i showed pilot. <laughs> uh, the, the pilot the pilot's fantastic
0: the pilot
1: was absolutely fantastic yeah i've, re- and, I've re-watched fa-
0: the pilot it's fantastic yeah yes yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And, and then and then I, I heard that a couple of years of the episodes were great you know Few years and then it kind of went down. Yeah. They were too, too much in the woods. Yes. And, and I think <laughs> I think uh, season eleven kind of brought it out of the woods and gave it some quality. Uh, but uh, the writing, you know, the, the storytelling—it's—it's—it's it's, it's kind of sentimental. You know, they kill the zombies, then they sit down and they talk about their lives, and then yeah. they go out and they kill the zombies.
2: Yeah,
0: it's. A, I mean, it's survival. And then it's survival mm-hmm. among the living. It's really, uh, yeah. that's what um, I always liked about it. I gave up about two seasons ago, but then knowing that it was the last season, I've caught I've like oh, caught up. checked yes. in. Yeah. Well, I checked in in a couple episodes. And I, didn't, oh, I yeah. didn't watch everything I missed because I was like, yeah, I yeah. get it.
1: Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm excited so, to so see the ending. Yeah, the, 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 the city, of commonwealth, the commonwealth, the whole square, that was an interesting thing to design. Uh, the Meridian, so-called Meridian mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, Compound. That was fun. We took an old factory over and uh, and did a lot of crazy things there. Uh, I, so, I think, uh,
0: I always think about shooting in Atlanta, too, of like, everyone must be so hot or freezing. <laughs> like
1: yes, at- but it was in Atlanta. You know, the thing is that they had a studio outside, south of the airport. Mm-hmm uh like 45 minutes from downtown so i went to atlanta a couple of times only i lived outside Mm. sorry it was a COVID period so we didn't want to interact you know over there in atlanta they don't wear masks they carry guns you know so
2: uh <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So that's that's was
1: what what was happening, you know. And then you know this horrible killings of the Asian women's and the horrible killings of you know, of the African American. I mean it's just yeah a different world, you
0: know? Yes, it is. It's um it's hard to think about. <laughs> you do a lot of downer stuff. <laughs> Where's your comedy? You
1: know yeah. How can I say tragedy? Like it comes from theater.
0: Yeah. tragedy
1: is more interesting.
0: Yes, you know? well, yes. Redemption. Yeah. Redemption <laughs> is.
1: Redemption. <it>? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and the pain and the suffering. You know, when you look look at medieval painting of Lucas Cranach, you know the pain and the suffering of Jesus Christ on the cross, mm-hmm. and 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 all those Bosch paintings and Bruegel and all that. Uh, there's something to say. No. You know, the Rococo uh, period is beautiful too. But... Oh, I love
0: Rococo. The um, yeah. but then you you also dove into a submarine and like her like a, the ships and the I mean oh, the naval. You've the done everything.
1: A, yeah, I've done kind of everything. And I did uh, uh, sci-fi, which I loved. Uh, oh Super yeah,
0: Nova. and Supergirl. unfortunately,
1: uh, unfortunately, Supernova. What happened with Supernova? This was a fascinating project and story. Uh, written by David Wilson, who became a friend. And uh, uh, it had a director, Australian director, who did Romper Stumper" with uh, uh, mm-hmm. Russell Crowe. That was the second, that I think, a... movie that Russell Crowe you know, yeah. became uh, visible on American screen. And that was a $2 million, $2 million Australian dollars success. Mm. And uh, Jeffrey Wright became very uh, sick out uh, uh director offered huge big projects we did a project that we started for a couple of months a project called instinct about ants that multiply in a farm in in the uh, uh, sacramento area uh, corn fields and they start attacking people and eating people and all that and then this after a couple of months of research and, and and preparations and visual effects tests and all that the project was put on hold jeffrey got an offer to do for ngm supernova and he asked me if i can join him we had a good working relationship and we worked for five months i think i built a lot of sets so started building a lot of great sets and then he was fired there was a miscommunication between uh, the studio and him and then walter hill came and under pressure that there's supposed to be a SAG, not a, a SAG strike or a screenwriter strike. One of the big strikes.
0: Oh yeah. In 09, uh, the writer's they, strike.
1: Yes. They knew that we have to finish shooting, finish shooting by a certain date, because if we don't finish, then, um, they have to stop shooting. Hmm. So Walter was hired and Walter, you know, he wrote, uh, co-wrote, or wrote uh, the first, uh, uh, alien. And then we became a producer on every Alien uh, project, but it's really, really Scott, you know, and Giger and, and all those great artists.
0: I mean, this seems um, like a lot um, of build. Uh, you built the whole spaceship.
1: Oh, everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, and
1: the mind, the mind on the on the planet, and it, 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 it was. So what happened is Walter came, and Walter comes from a tradition of of doing westerns and boxing movies and he's a great director in that genre and uh, I think he missed the boat you mm. know there was a lot of miscommunication between the studio and he turned this into a horror picture and this was designed to be a version of 2001 in space with a monster you know mm. and, uh, and then they started to shake the camera and do all those uh, TV tricks you know and sorry to say but Walter well, destroyed the picture of the project you know and uh, and uh, and the dp also and uh, and then uh they couldn't really release it and francis Fort Coppola, who is on the board, uh, was on the boards of directors at mgm took the project david Wilson was asked to go to 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 san francisco to his vineyards and they spent a couple of days there talking about the project and francis tried to help it and re-edit it and make something out of it but uh, there was another director who was doing a, a version and edit and then when they he screened it they, they there was black spots and
2: oh, no. after
1: every couple of minutes there were black spots so after the screening the executives asking so what are those black black pieces oh this is what we have to reshoot oh so they fired God. him <laughs> so they fired him and so then, then francis did his thing but you know the way it's shot the way t- stories told uh, sometimes you can't uh, salvage yeah the project so
0: i mean it had it a good it, angela bassett who you know oh, was fantastic. kind of coming coming off of what's love got to do with it kind of at that time and then yeah Sp- james spader. spader
1: james spader was amazing lou, uh, lou diamond lou phillips, diamond phillips. Wh- yeah. who i worked with before on a project that he wrote to, try to know uh with yeah. hang Nor Hang Nor was the actor uh, who uh, was uh, in The Killing Fields he was oh. that character Cambodian uh, man who was running away from the killing fields was the translator and then Hang Nor was brutally murdered in uh, in Los Angeles oh. by the Khmer Rouge you know so uh... uh, and so so going back to actors that were you know oh uh uh robin tunney yeah uh, did the craft did the craft, work, craft. yeah you know? so so there was a lot of connections you know the sixth degree of separations was like it's always working in my case i always <laughs> do something that with people that have been here and there and then you kind of reconnect a lot of us have that you know yeah. uh, co- connection in the because of the business and uh, it was very very sad that it was never you know it didn't survive Mm. Uh, one thing i can say that uh, i had a satisfaction years years later i would meet different people different uh, mostly uh, uh, visual effects designers and they would tell me that oh when they were growing up they saw the the supernova it was so beautiful design i learned so many things about about the design aspect of of of, of the, the outer space and stuff like that you know well, I' love to design I'd love to design uh, uh, another sci-fi uh, project because I feel that uh, it is like doing a period movie.
2: Yeah yeah
1: you create that culture. It's in the future we don't know that but in a way you know the past but on the basis of the, of the past you can create the future you know? and so I hope I still have a chance to do it.
0: I've never so, done um, space. It's the only thing I really want to check off my list. Yeah. At one point, I just yeah. think it's the. I mean, Star Wars it, is like the the best for me of sort of like. Yeah. How did they come up with all that? And it's still. Yeah. They're still appreciating it. It's amazing. Yes.
1: Now there's some great Dune. Look at Dune. What a great. Yeah,
0: Dune is. What a
1: design! What a. I mean, uh, 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 the, the the. The lighting uh, is uh, unreal. The director, you know what was the previous uh, sci-fi movie did with, the, with all those monsters the black monsters in uh, coming and showing uh the way what was it what a great oh concept
2: uh, yeah
1: so you know from time to time people make some great uh space movies you know? um futuristic i would call them futuristic you know
0: well i mean terminator that was you
2: got
1: yeah i was the you director love so there. you know yeah, that was, that was great. Uh, another project worth uh, we're talking about in, in this kind of historical, uh, uh, world that I like to, to play with was, um, the company, mm. the company was a miniseries uh, for TNT developed by Ridley Scott, and it was the history of the KGB, the, the Russian intelligence service and, uh, the CIA, and it started in the fifties. How the CIA would draft to their service young men uh, who finished Yale, you know, and then the history goes through the fact that um, historical events that happened, like um, in the fifties, the Hungarian Revolution. We shot in Hungary, so we did the Hungarian Revolution there. Uh, uh, The Bay of Pigs. We shot in Puerto Rico. You know, the invasion of the Cuban freedom fighters uh, of Cuba. Uh, then uh, uh, the building of the, of the Berlin Wall of the sixties. Uh, then the, 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 and the, the Bay of Pigs. Then uh, the eighties in, in Russia, the revolution of Yel- Yeltsin and all that. Uh, uh, and how it interacted back and forth be- between spies and not spies. And the the fact that uh, James Jesu Angleton, who was the head of the counterintelligence service at the CIA in the 50s and 60s, was obsessed that there's a mall in uh, America in, oh. in the CIA. It's a Russian mall. Mm. And there was a Russian mall, uh, I forgot his name now. Years later, it turned out that there was a Russian novel. So it's based on a on a novel uh, um, written by this great writer. And Robert Little. Robert Little, yes, yeah. British. He was a journalist during World War Two, uh, and uh, I talked to him once. He was in South of France, and uh, uh, and it was. Really wanted to make it as a feature, but the story was so big yeah. that he couldn't decide uh, what part of the story he wants to say. So he thought that the mini-series would be good to do. And one director, Mikhail Salomon, a uh, very well-known cinematographer, who later became director um, of interesting projects. He was that director and we shot, as I mentioned, we shot in, in, in Budapest and in um, Puerto Rico and Toronto. American it's,
0: part I'm just glazing it, but it does seem like you jump almost like five, six years every episode. So yes. you're constantly yeah. changing the look, kind of. And
1: not only changing the look, but changing countries. Changing
0: countries. Because yeah. it was
1: Moscow, it was Washington DC, it was Budapest, it was Berlin. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, it was That's- moscow again you know so uh, and then washington dc again so it's it's always challenging you know to have this wall of of uh, historical you know i uh, to say it, uh, things that you have to dig into you know yeah. i, I yeah. like that
0: yeah well it's history i mean like i said you know we're, some people just watch TV, and that's how they get their history. So, it's I always think it's important that I hopefully I'm, I'm on something that's telling the right side of history, you know. I mean,
1: I mean, and that's why we have, uh, uh, I feel that we have a great responsibility yeah. trying to be uh, truthful to history and historical facts. You know, and, and it's not historical facts per se, like, oh, this fact happened here. This, but it's also about all the details that we have to you as a decorator, me as a designer, that yeah. I, I'm always pushing for that this is the right period. And, uh, you know, uh, you're shooting a medieval movie and you, you have to make sure that uh, you don't have a Rococo palace, right. though, <laughs> right. you know, that you understand what's the what's the difference. Uh, one of those projects that I, I also loved uh, working on was World Without End that mm-hmm. was a period 11th century uh, england uh, uh, story uh, ken follett wrote two books one was um oh my goodness uh first one so it was a sequel to the to the previous uh, book and previous miniseries, but it was many many years later it was two centuries later uh, and uh, uh world without end was directed by michael caton jones mm-hmm. a great british director who did not Ma- memphis bell he started with Scandal, which was a great political movie, about the performer affair in, in the British uh, uh, government. And uh, um, with Bridget Fonda and uh, Kelly, what's her name, was Kelly? She was, uh, I forgot. Cynthia in the, Nixon's uh, in it. Cynthia
0: Nixon?
1: Sorry, Cynthia Nixon, Cynthia yeah. Nixon is in it, yes. Uh, but i was talking about the performer affair. So uh, Cynthia Nixon and a lot of great British actors mm. And uh, it's a story uh, of a town, uh, a village run by, by, by the church, uh, and uh, I built this cathedral, exterior, cloister, and it's all about the, the, the the law, the the religious uh, control of the village, you know, Mm. and, uh, uh, and it was really fascinating. We shot. In Budapest, I did all those sets and then we went to Slovakia, we went yeah. to two places in Slovakia, and we went to Vienna, outside of Vienna, we shot another... You
0: castle. must have to get extra pages for your passport, you have been everywhere.
1: <laughs> I have been everywhere, yes. I kind of shot, I shot in Mexico, I shot in Jamaica with Christopher Walken with Lorraine Bracco i shot in israel i shot in jordan oh my gosh in poland in france oh in france and italy yeah uh, Jean, jean-claude van damme and mickey Rourke oh, and that a, <laughs> a, tr- a triangle uh, yeah. and we did we did a, a double team with oh, yeah. a well-known uh, 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 hong kong director choi ha, mm-hmm. choi ha became famous for being John Zuru producer for many years and then he started directing Mm. and uh, it was uh, a really crazy uh, ride we worked in Chinachita in the famous studio and uh, you as a decorator would would, uh, enjoy that because you walk into the draping department and you don't have to ask but you see that this is this piece of of drapery that's hanging in the pillows. This is from Amarcord, And this is from satirico by Follini. And this is the <laughs> Fiorelli's Traviata. I mean, everything's there. The whole history of, of uh, those great uh, uh, international movies shot in in, in, in Cinecita. And uh, so we shot in Rome. Uh, we shot in the catacombs of uh, the world of catacombs. That was very interesting to create. We created this, this secret. Uh, uh, society of, of monks that are uh, kind of working on the internet and it was not the internet yet but it was kind of a new creation mm. and then we we i built the set and designed the set in and we shipped the set to the, the studio in in marseille not in Marseille, in nice the famous uh, la victorine studio where jean gabin and gibardeau uh, and Gibardot and patrie de were acted and i mean some great French actress, French movies, and the South of France was just amazing. And uh, being in South of France, uh, we shot in this village uh, Villefranche-sur-Mer, which is south of, uh, of um, uh, Nice, and uh, in this beautiful uh, chapel, Romanesque chapel in 1954, they renovated that chapel, and Jean Cocteau, mm-hmm. the French poet and the painter, uh, offered that he is going to paint frescoes for free, mm. and he painted the frescoes of the Saint Peter's uh, Saint Peter's story in the, the fisherman. we should Google that because it's just amazing. Oh. And I was there in that chapel, and uh, I uh, was standing there. It was just so amazing, and I said, "If I get ever get married, I again." <laughs> I'd like to get married in that chapel. And many, many years later, I met my current wife, who's German, and we got married in that chapel. Uh, you you and, secreted uh, it. <laughs> absolutely you put it, it out
0: there. You secreted I it.
1: I put it out there, yes. And uh, and, uh, and uh, we had a wonderful oh, well, party awesome. with friends from from Europe and from the States. And we had a big lunch at Villa Hotchild, which was built by uh, the wife of uh, one of the Rothschilds also business at that time mm. and uh, incredible stuff you know so shooting movies and life it kind of intertwines so, so, so. Yeah.
0: well you I mean a lot of it is trying trying to get back to your life <laughs> like trying, having your work life and then trying to get back to your yes oh yeah wife and children back, is
1: yes, Yes, it's exhausting. Yeah, and you know it's it's hard. I have kids, like you have kids, you know, and uh, and I travel and I come back. And the the hardest was with David Rosman when we were doing Into the West. Uh, my son was born the night before I had this big presentation for Steven Spielberg. So mm-hmm. when I went there, I still had the hospital oh bed because I slept in the hospital because he was just born, and then went home. My assistant came over in the morning with all the boards. I just took a shower and we went to that meeting and I forgot to take it. And they said, oh, so what happened? Oh, I was in the hospital. My son was born. <laughs> so every time uh, I talked to David Rosemont or, or somebody from like Dow Frank uh, from uh, or Justin Falby from uh, uh, Amblin, the heads of Amblin TV uh, that we work together on, on uh, uh, this and on, uh, to the West and also on uh, Under the Dome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so when did we meet oh my son is 17 years old so we met 17 <laughs> years ago already. you
0: got a good you got a good uh, time
2: so, yeah, stamp.
1: So, I, so i was gone for a year but every two weeks i was home hmm. i flew from calgary or from from uh, from Santa Fe to see the little thing growing and then we took him when he was six weeks old and we took him to uh, calgary and uh, pictures of, of the little boy oh. with uh, Native Americans and a friend the friend of mine, the costume designer, made a glorious shirt for nice so, memories so intertwined life with, with uh, art.
0: I know I try to the shows that I've been on since they've been uh, been around, uh I take them on the sets and I did the oval office and I have them, you know, sitting at the oval uh, and you know <laughs> just oh, trying good. to make so sure.
1: So how old are they?
0: They're three. They're, uh-huh. yeah, they were three in November. So,
1: oh, twins, yes, twins,
0: twins? twin, identical ah. twin boys. Yeah.
1: Oh, twin boys. Oh, wonderful.
0: Yeah. That's, that's... yeah. It's great. I love it. It's really hard, of but
1: they, they you know, yeah, it's hard. And yeah, they will grow up. They will come to your sets and, and one day they will remember that. Yeah. As a great experience, you know. I, I hope uh, when so. I did Sarah Connors' uh, The Terminator series um they came over i built a submarine and i built some incredible sets there and i have pictures of my son standing there with the wheels and the (laughs)
0: planes that's fantastic yeah i hope i hope they don't hate me for not being around too much but it could happen but i try i either i either have breakfast or dinner with them that's my deal oh that's
1: nice that yeah
0: yeah, I mean if it happen doesn't happen once a week or something, you know yeah. but this so just you of don't it... go on
1: locations. You can't go on locations. you have to work in yeah.
0: town. Yeah. Yeah. And it's of funny course. because I mean I only had them three years ago. It's sort of like I could have I could have traveled all those years and now I feel like, oh, this is going out of stand uh, and I'm like you, Well now I can't go <laughs> You know, it's like that, that's how it goes, but Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, so are you do you live in L.A. or you live in New York?
1: Yes. Yeah, no, no, I live in Los Angeles. You
0: live in L.A. I live since 91. Since 91. So I
1: moved from New York to New York.
0: How long will you be on um,
1: Justified? Justified? Yeah, we are finishing shooting in the uh, end of June. We just started. We oh, started. for eight episodes.
0: For eight episodes. Wow. And is, can I ask, is it the same? It's a different cast.
1: Well, you we can ask, I uh, <laughs> can ask and I'll tell you that,
0: uh, I also can edit Timothy... that out and you could just tell me.
1: <laughs> no, 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 Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant is playing the Marshal.
0: Oh, good. And
1: this is, this is the only one, maybe there's one more character that we'll transfer, but the only one right now, so we know, uh, who travels from the series, it's his story, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, uh, um, um it's based on elmer blenner's book uh, that quentin tarantino loved and wanted to make a movie and uh, michael and, and Timothy thought that maybe it's good it's a great book so it was based on uh, Leonard's other story before mm-hmm. so like why why not take the book and make him the hero instead of the other hero right right uh, of that book and and then and said, "I want to direct uh, two episodes or maybe one, and, and that's done with what I can tell you."
2: That's fun.
0: Can you talk a little bit about the last ship? Just because oh, I oh, last this ship,
1: yeah. The last ship was very interesting because uh, it was also a, a dive into incredible research. Uh, because when we started the prep, we were told that. Oh yeah, the Department of Defense loves this idea and they're going to give us all the destroyers we want mm. and we can go to, to San Diego and shoot on those destroyers. But they had to go to training, they had to go to war, they had all these other things more important than uh, a TNT series. <laughs> so at, at one point, uh, uh, Michael Wright who was the head of, um, uh, of, of uh, TNT that I knew from the last, uh, from from uh, into the West. And, uh, uh, Jack Bender, who I did, uh, uh, the two seasons of Under the Dome. He was the director. Uh, we came together with Jack and, uh, they actually called me. It was funny because I got a call from the head of production that Michael wants me to, 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 to consider designing, uh, uh, Under the Dome, I mean, uh, designing, uh, um, The last ship, Mm -hmm. and then one day Jack asked me, uh, said, "What are you doing next?" Because I got a call about the last ship, and I said, "Well, I got a call about last ship, so (laughs) let's do it, right?" (laughs) Uh, And and uh, what was interesting that it turned out that to go to San Diego and shoot one day, it would cost one hundred fifty thousand dollars more than shooting in Los Angeles, and then to go on the ship. We have to schedule it, you know, weeks in advance. And then we don't know which ship we're going to get each of those ships, the stores are built in different periods. This one was built in 2015 and this one is built in 2011. They have the same design, but it looks different. Right. All the details that we pay attention to. So, uh, I told Jack and, and Michael that, you know, the only way to to do it is to build everything and uh, michael said okay and he found another couple of million dollars <laughs> and for five million dollars i built all the interiors of the ship except few scenes were shot in the interior like the engine building up, but, mm. but we built the bridge and then we built the bridge of the russian ship we built all the hallways all that stuff and then we only went a couple of times to be on the way when the ships went out to uh, the sea see. and they could see, they could shoot some scenes. And then in, um, in San Pedro, there's this destroyer, not destroyer, this battleship. So this battleship became the Russian ship oh. because it's World War II, uh, you know, so we figured out that it, it kind of works for the story. And on the, uh, on the American destroyer, we built the lab, you know, it was a lot of fun and uh, we could foresee the pandemic you know
0: yeah i uh i think i shot on that one ship in san pedro the saint yes G- saint what, george
1: in G- san pedro is the the big battleship with the three guns
0: yeah i shot six, a... six guns yeah. yeah on veep we did one episode on there and we oh, were on veep
1: yes of course i'm sure you're yeah
0: we were down yeah. in the cafeteria and then on top yes yeah
1: on top uh, yeah the cafeteria yeah so we built the cafeteria we built everything. It was amazing. I loved it. It was so, so fun, so much fun doing it. And then meeting with all the higher ups in the Navy, we had the secretary of the Navy showed up and a couple of, of commanders and, and uh, of the ranks, the highest ranks, whatever, mm. and the secretary gave me this, you know, they have those coins, yeah. the medals that they, uh, military exchanges, uh, each military personnel, you know, they collect those coins. This commemorative coin, so he gave me one which was nice. Oh, you know, yeah. nice but what they said is that they have never seen such a perfect reproduction of what a really ship is they could never believe and they asked us hey, can we can we train here? <laughs> so, hey, after we finish the series yeah. take it, I, it was, happened, you know?
0: I was gonna ask you if you had to make the ship bigger, or shooting or what did you try to you know
1: we tried to stick to the sizes mm-hmm. it was very uncomfortable we had walls and ceilings and pieces and that like we always do but we built everything according to the sizes we wow. didn't cheat good um, and that and we and we built we had those steel you know the, the steel doors that are on ships that mm-hmm. close with steel doors each door was made from steel and cost twelve thousand dollars. <sighs> it was everything was for real we, we we'll went see that's we a door the, the grips
0: the, won't won't uh
2: won't rip off they will to take out now you just yeah. open
1: it and you want to shoot you have to open the door you can't dismantle it. Oh and God. jeffrey Couchon, a great decorator i don't know if you know jeffrey i do
0: know uh, yes
1: you know jeffrey jeffrey I, is great yeah. and then jeffrey did just now um our flag means death
0: Oh, I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna binge that. I heard it's really good. You have good. to
1: binge that. Yeah. You have to binge on that. Yeah. So uh, Jeffrey went to Corpus Christi, where the Navy sells the ships to salvage uh, companies. What they do is the Navy, t- when they decommission a ship, they take all the instruments, the, the valuable stuff, mm. off before, and then they sell it for scrap. Mm. So, uh, they, they move those ships down there to Corpus Christi and in the heat of 110 degrees, they have workers down in the fourth level, you know, removing pieces. And we bought a couple of 40 footers full of this equipment, this incredible thing. And it was the real thing. Wow. It was covered with paint, you know, 20 years old with asbestos and with with lead and all that, everything had to be cleaned. But because of we had all those things, we could reproduce mm. the bridge. We could reproduce the hallways. We had the real things. Oh, and it was okay. amazing. I had a fantastic uh, Karen uh, Higgins, uh, a construction coordinator, great painters. And, uh, and and this was really fun uh, to, to do it. It was just like a historical, you know, Project to to recreate. I had a like that. I had
0: a friend who came on as an art director, but after you left, Bob Busu- uh-huh. Vukovic. Who?
2: Bob
0: Vukovic. Uh, yes. Vukovic.
1: Vukovic. Yeah. yeah. He worked with with Alicia who was my art director. Yeah. And she took over after two seasons. She took over uh, season three, four, five, I think. And Bob was uh, was uh, her art director.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I knew of it when it was filming and everything and he said, uh-huh. he he was telling me how like ridiculously great these sets were. And like, he, I think, I think I remember he really enjoyed working on it just because of like, you really like you're on a ship. He's <laughs> like the, yeah, the, the uh,
1: production Russia. value and was amazing. All, and then, yeah, and then they had, you know, we had the story and they had the stories where they go on land and things happen up yeah. their yeah. sets.
0: Well, the episode has to get off the ship sometime, I hope. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. we got to get off the ship. Um, yeah. I know we, we touched a little bit on Dune, but is there anything you've watched lately that's inspiring to you? Uh,
1: yes, I really love the Underground Railroad.
0: Mm. I haven't seen it yet. Part,
1: and this, you haven't seen it?
0: No, I know. I'm I'm catching up right and, now. I, I'm catching yeah, up on and, a lot right and now.
1: And this is part of American history that I knew nothing about. Mm. Uh, uh, I I knew about the horrible you know slave period, you know, and, 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 and what injustice was done to those people uh but i didn't know about all this incredible you know about those bounty hunters and all, all those horrible mm. things you know? and i think they did a phenomenal job mm. uh, recreating that world uh, this was really fascinating series i it was just uh, so touching so moving so true uh, and, uh, a pleasure to to, to watch it mm. um, and other things. I don't binge too much, but sometimes I, I binge. Um, <laughs> yeah, do you, I went to see, it was during COVID, and I said, oh, I have to see it. So I went at, I think, earlier screening with a friend, uh, David Wilson, the, the writer of Supernova. We went to uh, the Westwood uh, Cinema, there were maybe 10 people oh. in masks, you know. Yeah. And saw it on the big screen, and it was just amazing.
0: I know. I'm bummed. I ha- I watched it at home because I know that yeah. that's that's an extraordinary piece to see in a in a theater. Yeah,
1: yeah. and that's something you have to see. On, yeah, you know, on the big screen. Yeah. Um, what did I? Oh, Houston. I enjoyed Houston, I thought it was beautifully designed.
0: Yes, I, I did. Th- I, I really have to enjoyed admit, that. I it. I
1: voted. I voted for <laughs> Houston for the designer. Um, I thought it was, and I've seen the the documentary on CNN before. Have you seen the documentary on halston On Austin?
0: Yes, I saw that.
1: CNN, yes. CNN had the documentary, and then they released a couple of months later they released the, the series, and it's a great story. It's, I, I it's yeah, I didn't know.
0: I really liked. I and, wasn't really into it, and, and the, like the first episode, I was like, oh, and then I was like, I I could watch this. Oh, Her, I wish this was, would keep going. He was so good, Ewan McGregor. Oh, so he good. was amazing.
1: You know, when I came to New York in uh the the fashion world, you know, all this schmata business was still around. You
2: know,
1: mm. In downtown uh, uh, on the west side of, of New York, I'm really downtown, but in the '40s and '30s. And uh, you would see, you know, those guys unloading the, uh, those uh, those ha- hangers uh, mm. with on the wheels, you know, with these beautiful clothes and all that. So there was a little of that fashion world that I I, 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 I remember uh, in New York, uh, but I didn't know much about how. I knew the name, you know, I knew what he did, uh, but uh, the, the series was fascinating. Yeah. What work- life! And, what a talent and what a waste. Yes, yeah, what, what a, a waste. Corporate America did, what a corporate America did to him.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, and then recently I started watching the documentary about uh, um, Warhol. Have you seen that?
0: Oh, on Netflix. No, but that is on Netflix. Layer.
1: Andy Warhol's. Yeah, oh, this is his diaries. Yeah. Ah, his diaries, based on his diaries. I uh, almost you know, started
0: that uh, last night, but <laughs> I was like,
2: I yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, it, it, it's fascinating. I, I, I saw two, I think, two hours of it and, and and that touches about Halston, you know, the Studio 54 and mm. that world and a couple of uh, characters from Halston's world <coughs> that were in, in, in uh, um, the destructive characters from Halston's world like Victor Hugo
2: mm-hmm.
1: also was a destructive character in and Warhol's mm.
0: world. That's, uh, I mean, I love documentaries. I've always been a huge fan of documentaries oh, yeah. and like, yeah,
1: it's, it's always very interesting to learn about the world. Uh, um, what else did I like that I watched, uh, from um, oh, movies, you know, House of Gucci, uh, that was beautiful, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, some problems. I don't know what the problems were.
2: Uh,
0: I read the book and I, the book I was, the book. the book was fantastic. And I was, yeah. was disappointed in the film. I thought it was w- very well done. I just, yeah. It's like they, they skipped over a lot of the good parts and didn't oh, put really? them in the film. It's like, uh-huh. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That, to me, it was like, oh, did they deliberately do this? Did I miss something? But I yeah, I thought the book was very good. So I don't know. As I said, Merrick is a plethora of history and knowledge of these projects that he has designed and the amount of travel he has done and the diversity of the shows that he has done is, is really incredible um, on the next episode we talk about Mr. Mercedes, the last action hero, the Hitler rise of evil and also the film um, I'll Find You so that'll be next week uh, continue this, this interview so I thank him for his Glorious amount of time that he gave me because his projects are so in-depth. It's 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 awesome Uh, Upcoming episodes will include Simon Dennis director of photography of things like Peaky Blinders Uh, We did impeachment together. He's done Hollywood. He's done ratchet he's He's a good guy and I also have Kim Leonard who is a set decorator for The Dropout, which I told you before I'm obsessed with, The Mosquito Coast. Um, we met years ago and worked together, so I'm really looking forward to that interview. So I hope you got an earful. full. Floating always feels better when it's free. Stogie Floaty Luxury pool Flute, available now with free shipping with promo code FLOATFREE on Etsy and
2: stogiefloaty.com.